What is going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox Live, episode 155. Happy new comic book day to everybody. We're going to kick it off. We got some news. We got some comic books we're going to talk about and some other good stuff. So uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. What's good, YouTube tonight? This is the Dress de la Quintas show. We got my man, <laughs> Manimal and Zach, just here to cause some habit. We're going to be eviscerating your eardrums and pulverizing your pupils. But first up, I got my man, Manimal. Say what's up to the party people, Zach. What's going on, everyone? Just uh, glad to be back. And uh, like I told Chad Crow in the chat, how about them Chiefs? <laughs> so hungover from the Super Bowl win, he's got a black eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I also took a uh, car airbag to the face last week. So oh, that's uh, if you see the black eye, that's what it's from. But um, a bit of a concussion, nice. but I'm good. Recovering. It makes you it makes you look tough. You don't just look like some ginger pansy. But anyway, I got my oh, man Nemesis anyway. Prime. Just to say what's up. What's going on, everybody? Took out that Automo Prime. You know, Mister Auto. He's gone for the week, so uh, stepping in, loving it. So let's do this Wednesday night. And let's say what's up to everybody in the live chat. Everybody's in there tailgating for a minute. Uh, my man Sith Lordly holding it down. JLS Comics holding it down with the wrench. Hey, special shout out to Warren from the Cosmic Wonder. If you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, check out his YouTube channel. He's got close to 550,000 subs. He's a friend of the channel, and I do scoops with him. So great channel. And we may be doing some more stuff in the future. But shout out to Dollar Bin Fodder, Matt Forge. Pops Frost are always holding it down. Audi Russell, Dave in the cave. Uh, let's pay some bills first as we do, we haven't done this in a while, man. Uh, my man, Dark Side <laughs> Jedi, is sick. Otto is, uh, I think he's bartending or some shit. But, yeah. I took first him out. He's done. Yeah. First off, the show is sponsored by Rocket Comics. Go to rocketcomics.com for all your pressing needs. Uh, get 20% uh, off your first order, 10% off any orders after that. Go peep out Rocket Pro uh, Comics. Uh, instagram right now you got some good opportunities for the next five or four or five months to get things four and five signed i'm thinking about getting that avengers annual number uh 10 the first appearance of rogue mm -hmm. he's got an opportunity to get you five six on that so that Ooh, wow. is the yellow label with yep. five six so follow up his uh, his um social media he's been posting it for the last few days his next show is north texas comic-con which is in dallas i think and then after that boom he hits right off the c2e2 where he's going to mm -hmm. meet up with our friends at Karis Comics, go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 20% off. Not 10% anymore. Now you get 20% off using the discount code of LOTLB. And let's not forget our friends at GeekySwagShop.com. Go to GeekySwagShop.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% anything in the GeekySwagShop.com except for sweatshirts because you're too late to get a hoodie. You snooze and thou shalt lose, I believe, is one of the Ten Commandments, I do believe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what? Uh, we got a cool show. We got a lot of news to go over. And there's some news I dropped on. Hey, the Cosmic Wonder dropped some scoops. I dropped some scoops. Uh, Three Men in the Basement dropped some scoops. And a lot of times mm -hmm. on these scoops, we can only drop like four or five minutes but we don't get to delve into the actual comics that'll get, uh, you know, that will get affected by it. And you know, that's what we like to do here. We like to speculate on some of the news. Uh, first up, uh, let's go off what uh, a scoop that I did in the, with the Cosmic Wonder from my man Mikey Sutton. 
was reported a couple of days ago, man, that in the next Avengers level threat was going to be Kang the Conqueror. Finally, I think this is the one we've all been specking on. It is finally going to happen. Let's look at and. When we like to think about Kang, the price of Kang is already up there, but there's some other iterations of Kang that's been around for a minute. And so the spec on this was that Marvel was planning to use Kang the Conqueror as the next Avengers-level villain. When I say Avengers-level villain, that ne doesn't necessarily mean MCU-level quite yet because MCU-level MCU means FF, X-Men, uh -huh. all the Avengers. We're talking everybody. That's more like a Galactus-level threat. But Kang has always been a Avengers and FF-level threat. And if we go back and think about Kang, his first appearance was in Fantastic Four number 19. And his, back then, his name was Ramatut. That kind of <laughs> sounds nasty yep. if you're an Egyptian porn star. Uh, but anyway, that was created by Stan the Man Lee and King Jack Kirby, published in 1963. And I bet you there's sales data on this, right, Justin? Oh, man. Yeah, there is some nice sales data on this. I mean, the last 9.2 sold for $781, and that was in September. You got a 9.0 selling for $876, and that was in December. But, you know, this is like those early, early FFs that no one really is really looking for and this That's is a crazy. great thing because it's not only of course it is kang's first appearance and there's like you said there's multiple iterations so go out and get not only this book but of course the upcoming book that we're going to be talking about Oh, you, know, you mean one of those Kang's one of those characters that's like it's confusing to chase down his first appearances because he's one of the most like convoluted ass characters in Marvel as well. He ends know? up mm -hmm. being Nathaniel Richards. And right. the, the reason why is because he's crossed so many timelines and he's ran into himself. I mean, but I, what's curious is, you know, when we look at the what the first true appearance is, or I hate to say that word, but mm -hmm. uh, first appearance of Kang the Conqueror is in published in 1964. So if we look at the dates on that, so we got uh fantastic 419 came out in 1963 and then we got um a kang that came out in 1964 and this book has been specced on heavily i know otto's got mm -hmm. a few pair i know who's a uh, our man true dan for yep. comics everybody i mean everybody in the collector field as soon as time travel started was mentioned in endgame people immediately started specking on this and you know what kudos to you guys because you guys are on top of the game because now look at the price would oh, lord man. have mercy wow i mean no one's going after a 9.8 but there is that that is an you amazing never sales data. you never know but that is a good investment book because if he is a long-term villain just like thanos was i mean if you paid sixteen thousand dollars in october of 2019 and in maybe two years that jumps to over a twenty thousand dollar book Ooh, bro i am shocked at uh not, well you know what not Nine eight is pretty fucking hard to find in Avengers number. Eight. Oh, of course. Yeah. But six, somebody dropped sixteen five on it back in October. Yeah. So where's is, is people like saying, "I think Kang is coming as a villain." I think he's Kang. <laughs> and, and guess what? You're right. It's gonna happen. But I don't know how much wiggle room you got on. But I'm gonna tell you what, man. Like all of us who think a nine eight sixteen thousand dollars is a lot, there's some rich fucker out there who's like, "Oh, not much at all." Here, let me put that on my PayPal account. You know what I mean? I mean, you got like collectors like Dinesh who used to own Valiant Comics and he's just throwing out like Amazing Fantasy 15. So the mm -hmm. other part of this spec was something going back to a long-term spec that we got from the Black Knight was we got this four or five months ago. And I remember when I first reported, I was like, this sounds kind of crazy. But the long-term spec was Marvel wanted to develop their Marvel old Western properties. And we're like, how is that going to happen? Well, mm -hmm. Kang is going to take the Avengers on a time travel thing and have, and so it's going to be Kang versus the Avengers and the FF and he's going to split them up. One is going to end up in 2099 and you know, and if you pay attention to the comics right now, what are they doing? They're bunch doing a bunch of 2099 stories. There's some famous 2099 characters already. Deadpool 2099, yep. Spider-Man 2099, 
But what we're more careful, if you've been paying attention, we talked about this, is them going back to the Old West. And specifically, mm -hmm. they're going to meet the Two-Gun Kid. And the first appearance of Two-Gun Kid is actually Two-Gun Kid number 60. And his name was changed to Matt Hawk. Prior to that, it was Two-Gun Kid from Timely Comics. And this was when Marvel bought him over. So this is another Stanley Jack Kirby. This is November 1962. And this is the Two-Gun Kid. And we spec'd on this that... We didn't quite know the specifics now, but now it looks like it's making sense on where they're going. And I don't know if we cause the sales data, but there's sales mm -hmm. data on it. Real quick, shout out to uh, John's Comics and Kids. Great content. SoCal love. Keep it up, guys. Thank you so much for the $1.99. Thank you for chat. the $2 super chat, John. I will see you at WonderCon, my friend. That's uh, only a couple of months away. But speaking of the two-gun kid, the highest book graded ever sold was an 8.5, and that was back in 2008. So there's been nothing higher than that. But more recent stuff, you got an 8.0 sold for 24, a little over $2,400, and that was September and a 7.0 sold for $660. You know and we actually, actually talked about this, I think, over the summer. So, And it's just a dope comic, dude. How often do you see Jack Kirby doing cowboy comics? Remember, yeah. prior to, like, you know, FF, they were doing a lot of horror stuff, a lot of their Stan Lee, uh, Jack Kirby, like, romance comics and all kinds of weird mm -hmm. shit. And they finally said, let's do this superhero thing. Um, there's a great documentary actually on Disney Plus. The the Stanley one. Did you guys uh, see that one's pretty good, man? There, no, there's some it. weird things you find on Disney Plus every now and then that talks about like the history of comics and stuff. There's mm -hmm. it's it's there. You just got to find it. Um, so when I was researching this more, Mikey Sutton told me that you know this is finally what the plan is. Kevin Feige loves like the old Marvel comics, like the the westerns and and remember there's uh what was the name of the Native American guy? Um, Red Wolf, right? Red Wolf, I, I mean, yeah. potentially. But I came across this cool book. And I wanted to talk about it because this features three of the Western characters from the old Marvel comics. This is a reprint, but look at the, there's some sales in on this. This is the mighty Marvel Western number one featuring the raw high kid Colt kid Colt and the two gun kid. <laughs> I think they like kids a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of creepy. If you remember watching like uh what was that like leave it to beaver right they were uh, they were always playing cowboys and indians right i mean that uh, was well they're capitalizing was, on the billy the kid also you know yeah, yeah exactly so you know that was uh, that in the 50s that was the superhero thing remember lone ranger comics and all that i mean i used to love the own like the early lone rangers movies even that weird 80s version and then mm -hmm. uh, then johnny depp just killed it with his version that one the oh that was so army bad. hammer yeah. Oh my, oh my God. Who said Army Hammer was going to be Batman? Some scooper said this. That was stupid. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, so I went digging a little bit deeper and I found a cool spec book. If this is actually going to happen where the Avengers and the FF go back in time to meet the old West Marvel heroes. Well, guess what? There's a comic that that story is di directly taken from. Uh, and it's Avengers number 142. This is the first meeting of the Avengers and the Marvel of the Old West. I mean, you even see Ghost Rider on that. And so basically this storyline features Kang and he takes the Avengers and puts them back in a time where they meet the Marvel. And what's that say on the cover? Avengers versus the mid the wildest wild Western heroes of all. Yes. That that's why I think this is one of those kookulos. And I was I looked on eBay. I was like, man, you can get this for five, ten bucks. And and if this does happen, you can guarantee people are gonna start specking in this book. What kind of sales data we got this on, Justin? Yeah, like you said, Tim. I mean, remember when they had a uh, Spider-Man coming in the Civil War, and there's that book that he joins the Avengers. That that book spiked up. This is another book that's gonna spike up. I mean, a last sold no two hundred and thirty-four dollars for nine point eight in September. A nine point six. I mean, that is really dirt cheap. Forty-one dollars in March of twenty eighteen. 
But what's interesting about this book is there is a Mark Jewelers insert out there. That's right. That is the book to look for. A last sold $9.688. Go look at a video I did a while ago. It shows the Mark Jewelers insert. Uh, my friend uh, Scott from Rocket Comics, I was I saw him at Comic Tunes and Tony's like a year or two ago, and he was going through like his huge box. What are you doing? He goes, uh, I know how to find Mark Jewelers inserts by just looking at the top of them. I was like, show yep. me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a good story. Thanks for the $2 super chat. What up, Lords? Thank you to you, sir. Make sure you guys all sub each other up. God damn it. Um, hey, so uh, real quick before you move on from like Kang and stuff, uh, JLS brought this up as, uh, as well. Another fun little spec book that might be screaming towards the Kang route is uh, the Iron Lad first appearance, who is another iteration of Kang. Uh -huh. And we, and know, we know Young Avengers. We've, we've talked about how Young Avengers is coming down the pipe yep. as well. So that's a fun little one as well. Well, I, I had the graphic, but I didn't show it. But Avengers number 10 is the first appearance of Immortus, which is another version of Immortus, King. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. So, I mean, that one is a lot cheaper, too. Like, people are going to get priced out of Avengers number eight. People are going to get priced out, of, priced out of FF19. Well, go get oh, Avengers absolutely. number 10. That's the first appearance of Immortus. And, and then Iron Lad. Get, once you get into time travel, things start getting, like, really kind of kooky and convoluted and all kinds of weirdness but uh yeah uh speaking of our friend uh the cosmic wonder who's in the live chat chatting up with you guys he dropped the mikey sutton scoop uh that i was uh uh glad to be a part of where i did part one of it he did part two of it and this is from another long-term spec that we did on the black knight report if you've been watching this channel since the old days we we had uh, the sentry on a long-term spec list a long time ago yes, sure did. enough the Sentry is being planned for Disney Plus. They want to make a big budget version of him. Kevin Feige pictures him as their kind of version of Superman. If you remember, what is his tagline? He's like powered by a thousand suns or some shit. And then mm -hmm. he went through these weird things where was he a hero? Wasn't he a hero? And there was the void that was there messing with them. What I like about this is that there's a variant for this because very few of our specs... Do we ever get to talk about variants? Because our specs are typically older books, but this one's got one. What kind of sales data has? I wonder if we should have looked up our old show to see what the sales data is, see how much how much is move, mm -hmm. but what is it at now? Well, look at that's look at the uh, the first nine point eight sold this month, February twenty twenty for two hundred and fifty dollars. You're looking at a ninety day GPA for two hundred and thirty eight dollars, and even the San Diego Comic Con variant, which is the one on the left there, guys. 9.8 sold for 275 this month and GPA uh, is uh 318. So I definitely think it's moved. Absolutely. You guys will probably see it this Friday, but I have a feeling I know who bought that 275. <laughs> <laughs> that sales data is directly for me. I saw that thing <laughs> on eBay and I was like, I said, GPA is only 318. Let me, and he had it for uh, buy it now for 350 or best offer, I'll offer 275, and he took it. Wow, so, there you go. There you go. Because that one is harder to find. It's a lower print run. And I'm gonna tell you what, man, that sentry in a 9.8 is hard to mm. find. I have one and I was gonna submit it, but it, black it's black cover. It's I mean, look all, at that. It's an all-black cover. It's a pain in the ass to try to find it in um in 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 that clean of a condition, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. So, but if you can, this is one of those kind of easy ones. You you see a black cover, you'll know immediately if it's worthy of a nine eight or not, because you see all the defects on it. Um, another scoop that we ran last week um, that I did these little four or five minute videos because, you know, whenever I get these scoops, I, I want to throw them up there so you guys have time to go out and get them. And so a lot of times a news cycle is so new and it's not we don't have enough time to just run it on Wednesday. But 
We're getting more information, and I wanted to talk about this because I didn't get to talk about it on the video about um, the next iteration of Ghost Rider that's happening. On the scoop, the spec that I got from Mikey Sutton, uh, Ghost Rider, Alejandro Jones' version is being planned for her debut in Blade. Now, there's a rich history, and I wanted to bring Manimal on the show, not only because he's part of the Lords, but he's been reading Ghost Rider. He can give you a lot of information on it. Before that, we talk about what's really happening right now with the Ghost Rider comics. Alejandro Jones is the fourth Ghost Rider. The first was Johnny Blaze, or third Ghost Rider, excuse me. So Johnny Blaze, Danny Ketch, Alejandro Jones, then most recently, I think Cosmic Ghost Rider, and there's like a ton of other ones. Um, so what's going to happen? They Kevin Feige wants to bring a different spinner because, you know, everybody thinks of Nick Cage, Ghost Rider, and don't worry, it's not just going to be a female Ghost Rider. Johnny Blaze will be brought in to mentor her. So, but she's going to debut, it looks like right now, they want to put in the Blade film. But where there's a female ghostwriter, there will be her mentor. There will be a, a Johnny Blaze or Denny Ketch. So when we talked about uh, Blade Foreman, the Midnight Suns, I talked to Mikey about it. And that that version is still going to be Johnny Blaze. So you're going to have multiple ghostwriters. So what's cool about this one, this one has a, this one has a pretty dope uh, variant cover. And what's the sales data on this, Justin? Well, as you can see, a 9.8 actually sold in November for $115. And the variant, which is on the left, which is a nice wraparound cover, yeah, sold for four hundred dollars. This I don't month. even know who that artist is. Lozy? I never even heard. Yeah, of I don't. I, I don't know either, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, they're both nice covers. Uh, Manimal, I mean, you're you're definitely the Ghost Rider guy. Let, let's talk. Yeah, let's well, talk, talk about stuff. what volume that Ghost Rider. Uh, we yeah, know it's sure. that issue. We know it's the fear right. itself. Issue. So, like like Tim said, you know, you have obviously you have the Johnny Blaze, and then in the '90s we had Danny Ketch. Who they eventually retconned into being like Johnny's half brother. Um, what we did end up having later was we had Alejandro Jones who showed up um, right here. So we got we got it up as Ghost Rider Volume Seven. If you can't find it as Volume Seven, take a look. You might find it as Volume Six. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, no, one, one, one second. Let me answer a question because I forgot to mention oh, this. It was it, part man. of my scoop that they're looking for a African American or Latina actress to play Alejandro Jones, who in the comics her mother is a Mexican American, her father is a actual is a human trafficker. He smuggles her, and I think he impregnates her. So they want somebody a color, either a, a Latina woman or an African American actress to play Alejandro Jones. So that was the other part of the scoop. But go ahead, Manimal. Yeah. I think she also has some um, some backstory with Nicaragua as well. So it's definitely a Latina vibe, a South American, Central American vibe. But um, but anyway, so we had Alejandra Jones who showed up. She actually showed up during the Fear Itself storyline, which was a so-so um, storyline. But it was a classic Marvel way to introduce a new Ghost Rider tie-in to an event that everyone was going to be following. Um, her biggest... I guess of note was that she kind of ran into one of the symbiotes fought carnage. And that's where we've actually seen her recently was we, we saw her show up in the absolute carnage storyline where she had one of the um, codices in her spine. And so carnage was coming after her to take that from her. So we saw her recently in a one shot, I think it's called symbiote of vengeance in the absolute carnage storyline. And uh, she shows up and fights and eventually gets killed it ends up back in hell. Well, right now, hell is run by Johnny Blaze. He's the king of hell. Him and Doctor Strange overthrew Mephisto. And now Johnny Cage is running hell. One of the really cool things we see a lot in the in the uh, Ghost Riders is all the Ghost Riders in hell. We're seeing Did like, you call him Johnny Cage like it's Nick Cage? Oh, and Johnny yeah, probably. <laughs> Johnny Blaze, yeah. 
So we're seeing like thousands and thousands of ghost riders in hell that are helping out Johnny Blaze. Um, but it's really cool, man. It, it's what we're also seeing is finally we're seeing all the ghost rider storylines kind of come together and merge. Um, we've seen so Robbie Ray interact as well. Even go back further. Zathros, who was the spirit of vengeance, Mephisto yes. originally tricked him out of hell, if uh -huh. I believe if the, is the original storyline. So Zarathos was originally the spirit of vengeance, and him and Mephisto kind of had like a thing going on. So you can go ahead and continue because there's a rich history yeah, with and it was hell. To be honest, there's also a lot of retconning as well. Like in the initial Marvel spotlight and the early Ghost Rider stuff, it wasn't Mephisto, it was just Satan. It wasn't until later that they retconned it back and said it was Mephisto as Satan and whatnot. What we're also seeing in actually this week's issue, we had a one shot of Ghost Rider that brought back Lilith as well, which I believe we specced Lilith. Yes, we uh, did. In one of so our shows. demons. Yeah. Shout out to Dave and the cave for the $5 super chat. Lord's dropping that knowledge. I appreciate you, Dave. So what uh, you're really like calling this comic college. So what you're really <laughs> seeing is Marvel bringing all the players of the Ghost Rider universe back into play for what Tim is possibly suggesting as, you know, like a spirits of vengeance, a Ghost Rider epic. You know, and let's 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 uh, straighten that up for a second because people confuse Lilith with the daughter of Dracula, which is also in the Marvel comics. But there's actually a Lilith, the goddess mother of demons, demons the mother, mother of demons. demons. Yeah, and there's they just put her. She was just recently in the uh, the Ghost Rider comics, right? I mean, they're and they're coming out with. The, I remember we talked about it. They were coming a lot of times. The Marvel comics, especially now that Kevin Feige kind of oversees the comics too, is they have a Lilith, mother of God, our mother of demons, uh, one shot coming out or miniseries coming out either this year so a lot well, of times that one yeah, shot just right. came out this week there yep. you go the lilith mother of demons of the ghost rider just came out on wednesday I picked it up actually read it today it's pretty good it tells Wait, a little does, she have roots? does she have roots to atlantis too or something i read something like she has this she's a really really like arc old yeah arcade i think character. she's been one of those characters that have like bopped around a lot in this one shot they kind of give you basically you know that she was the one who um seduced adam in the garden of eden created demons and then she linked up with mephisto and and blah, blah, blah. And she's trying to come back to power. But, you know, it's really good. And we've also seen a lot of people asking about Robbie Reyes and Gabriel Luna, the actor. You know, there has been talk about him being around. So there's not to say that you won't see him show up as well. He was an awesome iteration of Ghost Rider also. Yeah. And let me find that um, that first appearance because it's not the same as you're thinking uh, in the live chat. Let me tell you right now what it is. I We, we talked about this before. So um, Ghost Rider Volume 3, number 28. Mm -hmm. I don't know how often I can tell you guys I've been specking on this. That's also the first appearance of the Midnight Suns. It's also the first appearance of Caretaker, who's going to be in the Hellstrom series. Which, by uh, the way, there is a new Caretaker, and guess what? <laughs> She's a female, so I bet you Caretaker you know. is going to be a female in the well, no, the No, the Caretaker in the, the Hellstrom series is the, uh, the African-American actor. Oh, really? They cast yeah. them? Okay, yeah, so they've already cast them, actually. So, I mean, it's funny how hulu wanted had all these plans that were doing this and then kept jeff Loeb, you know had you know he's still there actually he's he hasn't left he's still part of marvel tv which is now called marvel tv studios and kevin feige is like saying look i have a plan and this is how i want to do the marvel supernatural stuff i mean you already got mahershala ali playing blade that's a good freaking step and i i really hope hellstrom really knocks it out because that way hulu can do the darker stuff because even though you still have some stuff on Disney, I can't imagine them going that hardcore on on Disney Plus. But Hulu, perfect platform for it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I keep on saying like 
eventually when all the Netflix stuff falls out of contract, right? The all the Iron Fist, uh, Daredevil, where are you gonna put that? You cannot put that on Disney Plus, right? I mean, <laughs> you cannot have Luke Cage banging the shit out of Jessica Jones on Disney Plus. You, and man, you could they could throw it on FX now. They could throw it and allow it to run on reruns because maybe there's somebody new to it. It's like, hey man, I just found out about these uh, Daredevil Netflix characters. Where can I watch that? And I think what well, was like there was two years after the last episode airs where the the contract ends up. So I think Daredevil's up soon. Actually, I think I read that recently that maybe in the fall Daredevil's contract is good to go. Yeah, and if you notice, they they've actually put more stuff on Hulu now. It's like they there's there's advertising now where they say FX and FX on Hulu, like almost like and you know for stuff like you like uh, let's say uh, old episodes of Shield. Remember that so Shield with uh, there was mm-hmm. cops and that was an FX show. Well, now they can say if you're looking for reruns or if it wasn't somewhere else, now they can put it on Hulu. So people are paying for Hulu. I mean, I, I don't pay for it. I think because I'm a Sprint member, I get Hulu for free. Um, they need a Disney Plus Plus or Disney Plus Nighttime. Well, there's no, no way. I mean, you're running Punisher. Like you said, there's no way Punisher is going to be on Disney Plus. Some kid's just going to be scrolling over the Marvel and Punisher goes on. He's just killing people. Shooting. <laughs> there's no way that's happening. Have you, did you guys see the Wu-Tang show on, on Hulu? That was excellent, dude. That was really good, and that was a Hulu original. Um, so there's there's some stuff on there. So you know, I think they have little platforms here and there. Disney Plus is still going to have the Disney proper stuff, you know, Pixar and all this stuff. But they still need an avenue for all the FX properties they bought that are rated R that they still need somewhere to stream and make money off it because you know it's Disney. They want to make money. Hell, they just raised the prices of Disneyland uh, over two hundred dollars for a day. Damn. But to uh, to. To uh, assuage the uh, feelings of people who are afraid that, you know, the female Ghost Rider, no Johnny <laughs> Blaze, like like we've stated a long time, Kevin Feige has a love, love for original stuff. You are going to see a Johnny Blaze. Hopefully, I would love to see a Danny Catch. I would love to see him all. Why can't you have, if there's four or five Ghost Riders out there, let them all be out there. A uh-huh. team of Ghost Riders, awesome. Shit, but, I wouldn't doubt seeing Ghost Rider, the, the cowboy either. Yeah, Feige has a love for the history of the comics. He won't let it just go away. So, I mean, we can do a, so Manimal, so you're saying we could do a Ghost Rider verse? That would be dope. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can't, in my opinion, I think there already is one. Super, you can't do a supernatural Marvel without Ghost Rider. He's the most mm-hmm. supernatural Marvel character. Yeah, and speaking of supernatural, I've been watching the last few episodes. I started tearing up a little, man. I'm like, oh, man, dude. It's coming to an end. I mean, <laughs> God. So here's my problem, real quick. Side side chat on that is I want to cancel my DirecTV because I hate them so much. But Hulu, you can't get the CW, and I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'll how to holler at you it. offline, man. I'll holler at you offline. Okay. I'll tell you, I'm gonna tell you how to get it, man. But uh, <laughs> I was watching last episodes, and they're on hiatus. I think till March. And till March, uh, yeah. It was this funny thing. One of the episodes is. Spoiler alert if anybody hasn't been caught up yet, but God, they finally, God finally said, all right, fuck it. We're going to exist without each other. But he took away their luck. And then it was a funny episode. They were like, Dude, we're just normal guys. <laughs> and then they find the uh, the goddess of luck, a uh, Roman goddess of luck, and they play, I don't want to give it away, but super nice. It's such a great show, man. How Absolutely. about when Dean was getting all heartburn from all the shit he eats? All the exactly. Time. <laughs> like, cause it, 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 the show knows how to make fun of itself. Like, you know, Dean is always eating cheeseburgers uh-huh. and it's finally like he starts throwing up and he's eating grilled cheese sandwiches. And then it was like, man, it's, it's, I remember somebody told me about Supernatural like five years ago. Dude, I binged like seven seasons in two weeks. Oh, it's awesome. 
Yeah. Now, now there's what? We're on season 15, so good luck. Season 15, dude. Ever since then, I've been hooked on Supernatural. Yeah, season 7 Impala is fucking classic rock. Man, mm-hmm. man I'm going to miss it when it's gone. I, yeah. Arrow, not so much, but Supernatural definitely it's a giant hole. Because there was some Supernatural spinoffs that they were going to try to do, but it, it, they did a pilot for it. It was like the female versions of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, what's that? Yeah. I'm, and what's his name? Uh, not Dean, but Sam. He's going to be in a new Texas Ranger uh, reboot. Yeah. The Walk- Walk- Stranger. Texas yeah. Ranger. Oh, that's gonna be weird. I don't. Uh, I find him to not be a very good actor, to be honest. He's with a horrible actor. Yeah. He has this weird look on his face. But the two play off each other well. Right. You know, I always thought that Sam or Dean would have made a great Captain America, like a bulk him up or anything. He has the kind mm-hmm. of Chris Evans type, you know, yeah. classic good looks or anything. I'm not man crushing or anything, but you know, I'm just saying, Dean. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying. Sometimes things happen. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, our man Mikey Sutton dropped another scoop. The other day, this one is kind of fun, actually, because this one is a weird, wonky little character. And believe it or not, we're talking about Black Jack O'Hare is being going to come. So on Disney Plus, Disney Plus was planning they're going to be doing a Rocket and Groot series. If you're not a if you're a parent of kids or you're a kid to watch, there's been a Groot and Rocket animated series that's been off and on a while now. What they want to do is a live action version. And in the animated series, they go up against Black Jack O'Hare, created by the great Bill Mantlo and Sal Buscema. This is what we like to call the classic double spec book because people already bought it because it's Rocket's first appearance, but now it's also Black Jack O'Hare's first appearance. And now we're looking at what, Justin? First appearance, double spec, 9.8, sold this month for $525 with a GPA of $538. So, I mean, that's that's really interesting. And again, even a 9.6. Half the price, 250 bucks, but it's sold this month. So clearly someone is buying these books. Yeah, and Geek Aficionado says, I don't think that book is getting higher. And I say no. it will. It will get a it will get a Disney Plus bump. When uh, when there's a solo series, collectors will come out and say, and it's going to bump up a little bit more because mm. just look at Falcon and Winter Soldier. When that series got announced, people who had the first appearance of Falcon, the first appearance of Winter Soldier, it took another bump. So this is another one of those things where it takes another bump. But, you know, like, you know, you'd have to be a hardcore Rocket fan to keep it long, you know, keep as a long-term and what we like to say, the PC or the the personal collection, you might say. But uh, just some fun things that, you know, a lot of times we talk about the news and it's just without any reference to anything. So, and this is a lot of times... You know, we get the information. It's hard to place it where it is. Now we finally can connect the dots and say, hey, these may be the comics that you're talking about. And that's what we talk about here. We talk about the movie news that we get from our man, the Black Knight and Mikey Sutton. Speaking of which, uh, I spoke to the Black Knight. And next week, uh, we're going to have a long term spec list uh, regarding the MCU and Disney Plus. So stay out for that. That's what the ones we got. When we get this information that we just know the characters have been put reserve, just like we got the uh, just like we got Century. And we got the two gun kid reserved six months ago. And now we know what they're being used for. So it's kind of like you kind of put it all together. Um, and for those who've been on the channel a long time, you know, we had receipts. Unfortunately, those receipts all got shredded when my channel got taken away. So uh, there's that, man. So I won't keep my man, uh, Zach, in any longer since he has some cushion. But after the show at 7 p.m., another 30 minutes on our check out our friends at the comic core they'll be going live and they'll also be at the c2e2 with chuck load of comics is going to be having a podcast central there if you have a youtube channel and you want to go live from c2e2 hit up chuck load of comics he has a booth there 
with a camera. All you have to do is log in with your YouTube and you can yep. stream live there. I'm pretty sure that's, is that what it is? Justin? Yeah. That's what we did in uh, Baltimore with me and Otto. We went that's live on the cool, three minute basement channel. That's coming out. That's Chuck just out of his own pocket. He's got a sweet setup at C2E2. He's got a booth. He's got good internet connection. It's more important. So you just log into your <laughs> channel and use his equipment and you just go live from C2E2. So that's pretty cool. So that check out, cool. check Loto Comics on Facebook and on YouTube and check out the Comic Core, who also uh, have a lot of build up right to then. Uh, until then, boys and girls. Anyway, you had um, you had one. There's one more show note that I think you should you should hit. Oh yes, how can I forget that? I don't I, you know what. I do have a graphic for it. I just realized, but let me drop this first. Ladies and gentlemen, could I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Yeah, when you hear that nose, you know what it is. So, actually, this is something we talked about four or five months ago. But uh, our friends over at the, uh, I believe it's um, the Midnight Edge, who is also a Star Wars insider, talked about how um, they got some inside information. And I was able, Mikey Sum was able to corroborate it, but they dropped the first. So, more power to them. And Bounding Into Comics talked about it, where the, they went in depth. I'll, I'll leave the video in here. Uh, they went in depth talking about um, the history of what happened with the um, Obi-Wan show. And then they went on to say the producers of their show, let me leave it in the live chat. You guys can see the video. And this is something that we talked about uh, on their show. They talked about the producers of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show were told when you guys are ready, you, you're not going to be probably talking to Kathleen Kennedy which uh, I think we talked about four or five months ago that Kathleen Kennedy's time at Lucasfilm would end in 2020. So people were, there was a lot of noise about Obi-Wan being canceled, but it, it wasn't canceled. It was just pushed back. So when they said that, when you guys are ready to come back though, you're probably going to be reporting to somebody different. What we're finding out who that person is, is Kevin Feige. That's right. Kevin Feige is, that's his, believe it or not, Star Wars is Kevin Feige's first love even before he ended up in the Marvel comics. So they want somebody, and when we report on it, they said that Marvel or Disney is saying we need somebody who can connect with this generation of fans. Who else better than in Feige we trust? Mm -hmm. So um, go check out that video because they really go in depth. They did a great, great job. He's a star, I think Star Wars Insider is the name of it. And then uh, Bounding in the Comics ran the story. And they kind of, for a good 10 minutes, they talked about the evolution of what happened with Obi-Wan and how they led to. And what we gained from that is we also heard from our side that Kevin Feige would be the one that's taken over Lucasfilm, putting it all under Marvel, just like the Star Wars comics does. And I think Kathleen Kennedy's downfall was when she said the excuse for her films not doing well is that they didn't have 600 page novels and any source material to work with. When all of us who read comics and read books thought that was the most ridiculous thing to say that you have no source material when there is decades and decades of novels of comic books uh, from from Marvel Comics in 1977 to Dark Horse Comics back to Marvel Comics now 
Um, we heard about Lando Carissian happen. Thrawn, uh, three men in the basement also dropped. What was the, the Mikey Sutton scoops you guys dropped Darth, last? Darth Maul series. The Darth Maul series. So how does she now, know, how does she explain? <laughs> what a stupid comment. comment. How do you explain the original t- trilogy? There was no source material for that until it was created what are you talking about there is so much history on knights of the old republic we can go on and on and on so i mean there's plenty of life after skywalker you know what i'm saying i mean you know for fans like us i mean mean, dave Filoni has proved that there's plenty of stories to tell i mean if you look at the mandalorian uh, you know season two is season two is dropping this year what Mm -hmm. a moronic thing to say too like well, what did you expect? Basically, she's saying we're not creative enough to come up with stories. Like, you're in the wrong career then. Like, what are you talking about? No, and I think that Kevin Feige would be the one because the Star Wars fan base is such, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Divisive? I mean, crazy. I mean, they're, they're, you got the old generation hating the new generation, the new generation, uh, and then they're right in the middle. And then there's folks like us who are like, man, I, you know what? It's like pizza. Sometimes it's, it's not all good pizza, but it's still pizza and you eat it, right? Just make something cool. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and then the Mandalorian came out and blew everybody away, right? I mean, Uh somebody, I read somewhere saying that, uh, what is, okay, so Baby Yoda is called the child. And that that Funko Pop is the most pre-ordered Funko Pop in the history of Funko. Yeah, and they even dropped the uh, they had the sideshow uh, collectibles piece oh, that yeah. actually got pushed back to 2021 because it's such in high demand. Isn't there like real like to yeah, scale? It's a large size. He's probably about you know a good three feet. But uh, what is it yeah. made out of? Cloth and. Metachlorians. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be some thirsty bitches walking around. Yeah, yeah. They really had a Yoda baby. <laughs> Put <laughs> him in a stroller. <laughs> There's people I know who know nothing about Star Wars, but they post like Yoda, baby Yoda memes all day long. It's kind of hilarious, man. But you know, <laughs> and they knew they had something too, and that's nobody knew about it until they came out with like the first episode. And they're like, ah, oh, this is like this is like gonna go on somewhere. Baby Groot's going like, what about me? What about yeah. me? Yeah, but so that's what we heard, man. So stay stick around because it could looks like Anthony Kennedy's. I mean, at this point, it would be up to Kevin Feige if he wants to take that much responsibility. But I can see to where he's like, I just want to be the executive executive producer, and I have folks like Dave Filoni, John Favreau, or whomever, Taika Waititi, whomever, maybe that Korean guy who just won Best Oscar for Parasite. I'm just saying they may have talked at the Oscars. The director of Parasite and Kevin Feige. So you never know. So what's interesting about that is the director came out and said, I don't think I could ever do a Marvel movie. And they go, why? He goes, I have this uh, a phobia of tight suits. <laughs> Weird, right? But, you know, everybody says they don't want to work on Marvel until Marvel comes a knocking. Then, oh, well, shit, hell yeah. So uh, stay tuned for Daredevil uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. So Yeah, be- right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, thank you everybody for joining live, joining the live chat with us. We're going to knock out right now. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday for our long-term spec list. Manimo, any last words? Nope. Good to see everyone again. And, uh, good luck on hunting those, uh, those books, man. That's right. Any last words, Justin? I know, uh, we got the comic swap coming up, right? Yeah. A couple things, uh, sub up to three minute in the basement today. I did drop a video for a nice Mikey Sutton exclusive. So once this video is done, head over there real quick. It was a nice three minute video. And of course, February 29th, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, we got the three men in the basement comic swap. If you need any questions, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or right here on YouTube. I will definitely ask anything, answer anything. It's going to be a good time. So that's all I got. Thanks so much for all the 140 people in us in the chat right now. Thank you guys so much for checking us out on this Wednesday night.
yeah, definitely check out definitely check out Justin's video. It was a good little uh, concise, awesome video about DC info, man. If you're a DC I fan, you rarely news. ever get no. DC news. So if yeah. you're a fan of Sinestro Wars, go peep it out. Um, Atlas Wolf asked I if we can do everything again. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a quick recap. <laughs> Sponsored by Rocket Comics, uh, Ramatut. It's pretty expensive. But uh, Kang number eight is even more expensive. And we also heard that they're going to go back in the cowboy days. And this is the first appearance of Two-Gun Kid. Uh, but you also should pick up this book, by the way. By the way, this is the first time the Avengers ever met the cowboy westerns. And by the way, we heard the Spect Sentry is going to be coming to be in a Disney Plus miniseries. And his first appearance is Sentry number one. I bought that uh, variant for 9.8 for 275. By the way, uh, Ghost Rider, they're going to be talking about Alejandro Jones. First appearance, this Ghost Rider and that variant. Uh, we also talked about Black Jekyll Hair is going to be coming to the Groot and Rocket Show. And that's the pricing on that. And then I dropped Star Wars information with this. I think that was a good summary. <laughs> and then we find out. <laughs> Next time, I'm just going to do every show like that. I'm just going to throw graphics up there, and everybody has to figure it out for themselves. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining. Sub up, uh, Three Men in the Basement. Uh, thank you, Zach, for joining us. And hopefully, we'll get everybody full strength next time. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Then peace out. Shake and bake and pull it back.